Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Top of the morning to everyone. Good morning. Happy Friday. Finally, it's Friday. Did I just say that? <laughs> Not because we're waiting for the weekend, but because, because we, these days are so messed up. <laughs> because we thought it was Friday for three days in a row. <laughs> uh, I got some fun and exciting news. What's I, that? I got to open one of my, well, you already know. Oh. Uh, I got to open one of my, um, my, my Christmas presents early yesterday. Yes, you did. Um, because we are going to uh, Mexico next weekend, I'm uh, going to the Maya Riviera. Um, everyone's been slowly opening their, their Christmas presents, <laughs> except for me. So We have not been slowly opening our Christmas presents. We have been opening our Advent. Oh, yeah. Well, your, your Advent's <laughs> really like... Got I got an amazing Advent. <laughs> It's, yeah. yeah, it's like from my favorite store, which is uh, Sweet Jolie here in Nisqyu. And um, they put together, yeah, 24 like amazing actual like presents. Yeah, there is, <laughs> yeah it's like a calendar. It's like a, you yeah. filled underneath the tree yeah, with it's, your it's advent calendar. Yeah, it's incredible. It's like a dream come true. Anyways, <laughs> I'm stealing my thunder. <laughs> um. Anyways, Gab said, well, since we're opening stuff, do you want to open yours? I said, sure. Um, turns out those, those, those lovely gals, they got me the Nespresso machine that I've been wanting. Um, yeah, I, uh, I think, and props to uh, Ambrose. I don't know if Ambrose is on today, um, but he might be listening later. I went over to Ambrose's, um, one of his flips there um, a few weeks back. And uh, we stopped over to his house and had a quick chat, and he made me a coffee. And I mean, that thing tasted amazing. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? And he goes, it's some Nespresso machine. And I'm like, I'm getting that. <laughs> so I wrote Santa, and uh, and and my 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 dreams came true. My wishes came true. Anyways, I'm tasting it right now. I had one last night, and then having my second one right now, and this thing tastes amazing. Yeah, Amazing. there's a, a learning curve. Um, apparently, I brought, I bought. Uh, Wayne likes having decaf in the house because in the evenings he enjoys having a cup of decaf coffee. Yeah, and I bought um, espresso shots of decaf instead of a regular cup of decaf. So, yeah, yeah learning curve. We'll figure it out. We got this. Yeah. Well, I'm still happy. Yeah. Even the caffeinated coffee last night. <laughs> that, that was good. Yeah. That was real good. Coffee's strong and delicious. We're going to be so awake. Yes, ma'am. Yes, Rob ma'am. Oh, Robbie just got one himself. He said game changer. Yeah, it's it, it's it, it's kind of... It's, it's different, yeah. It's different, and I like it. <laughs> yeah. And I like it. Courtney loves hers, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it is a game changer. Yeah. Um, and we got that uh, milk milk frother, too. Yeah. So test that Can't out this afternoon. Test that out, yeah. <laughs> man, oh, man. Going to get us that Nespresso money. Give us a call, Nespresso. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, had a few interesting things happen this week. Indeed. Um, oh, man, I tell you. If you're thinking about getting into rental properties, get out now. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. Come uh, on, nothing bad happened. What they tell you on stage is all bullshit. <laughs> it sucks. I want to know where you're going with this because I can't think of anything horrific oh, that happened. I, I, I'm, Wayne's just annoyed. I'm digging. I'm digging a hole, and I got no ladder to get out. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I am annoyed. I don't know. I, I, I don't like. I, I want to tell you guys the truth, and then you guys determine and decipher whether it's something you're still interested in doing. <laughs> no, I mean, the more you know, the more you can plan for, right? You can set your expectations accordingly. You can set your, your routines accordingly. Um, when If you're thinking about self-managing, and we don't 
technically self-manage, but we still do. Um, we have someone take care of the day-to-day, but at the same time, we still keep the email on because we're, we're watching. But I like being able to watch and not being not having to worry about it. You know what I mean? Okay, they'll take care of that. Okay, they'll take care of that. And some days I just leave my, my email off all, all together. Um, maybe I've got a busy day and I don't want to see it. <laughs> um, yesterday I had it on and, uh, and fuck, it doesn't matter how fucking Can I hard. preface this with that? Like, no. okay, go for it. <laughs> Nothing bad happened in that this was, everything turned out bright and cheery. <laughs> so Wait, Wayne is being super dramatic this morning. I, He's just annoyed that the email even came through. I had a bunch of dumb shit this week that yeah. we didn't get a chance to talk about because it didn't seem appropriate while we're talking about rent own. Wilson says we yeah. have a property manager in London. I think dealing with him is worse than dealing with the tenants. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is a common theme I hear. Fair enough. Yeah, you need to find a really damn good property manager and hang on to them tightly. Yeah. Go ahead, Wayne, with your theatrics. Okay, so yesterday, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Now, now I sound like a drama queen. Um, yesterday, drama. Uh, we get an email from a tenant saying, "What the fuck did it say? We have no running water." There, thanks. no, there is no water flowing. Thanks. Like, give me a fucking break. First, first, of all, first thing that happens is we're we're a little. Um, impacted by hearing there's no water because we had a huge uh, frozen pipe situation. Well, sorry, not huge, but like a big issue last winter during the cold snap with frozen pipes. Yeah. So we see no flowing water and we're like, what the? Yeah, like, assemble the troops. Yeah. Um, then I pulled the weather app and it's negative three. I'm yeah. Like, the pipes aren't fucking frozen. I think she just, I don't know, one of her kids just you know, went underneath the sink and turned off the shutoff valve and she's just dumb. Okay. And one thing I will say is that she has, this tenant has much messaged us several times about really silly things yeah. that were like, yeah, non-issues that she just couldn't figure out on her own. Yeah. Like super common sense stuff. So Wayne's like, what? Like, seriously, like what? <laughs> I'm going through my troubleshooting in my mind. I'm like, okay, what is this? Um, is this the same tenant that's arguing with the tenant downstairs? Did the tenant downstairs go into the mechanical room and shut off the valve to fuck with her? Like, <laughs> because what's happening is my, my contractor is my handyman. So I have to call my contractor in the middle of the afternoon while he's working on our while project. he's working on our flip to tell him to go drive to the other side of the fucking city to go. And You're swearing a lot. I'm <laughs> passionate. Sorry. To drive to the other darn side of the city to go and look at this and it's probably something dumb and uh we go on epcor's website epcor there's no water outages in the area I'm like okay so you know um he drives down there and then 15 minutes before he gets there we get an email back again saying water's running now it's okay and i'm like what the hell is possibly going on like what did she what finally, happened? Yeah. <laughs> did she realize she learned how to actually use a faucet? Um, and I said, okay, so everything's wor working perfectly and I can cancel the handyman. And she said, yes, thank you. And so he's already 15 minutes away. So he's like, I'm just going to go down there anyways and go double check, see what actually is going on. And, uh, and I guess it turns out that um, when he got there, everything was working fine. He looked in the alley and Epcor was there and they turned the water off temporarily. Yeah. Which, as Gabby said, I am overreacting. That is probably the best case thing that could probably happen. Sucks that we took the our handyman, our contractor off the job and sent him there and... and Told him to take a day off early. Yeah. And that, well, also that will be billed for that time that he had to go over there and check things out. So that sucks. But like best at case least, scenario, nothing was wrong. There was nothing wrong <laughs> and you didn't have to pay for any... And our tenant told us right away. Like if that was frozen pipes and yeah. they didn't tell us right away, then we would have had damage and a problem. Um, so we like literally on all ends, we had our best case scenario and Wayne is being a drama queen. <clears throat> okay. So I also have a million other things going on with our business. Yeah. Especially yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, just resolving a bunch yeah, of things, people day. not doing what they're supposed to do, professionals that we deal with, um, dealing with that shit, 
also dealing with um, a client who just moved into a property, um, a rent-owned type property. We have another client who is very interested and they're moving forward, getting ready. You know, we're going to be writing an offer last night. Getting financing. Getting financing and all in order. And we were just going through numbers and stuff like that. Um, We were doing some planning for the podcast. Like we had a busy day yesterday. And then you get a dumb message like that. And it, I, I've said this before in the past, that shit consumes you. It consumes you because you get all super angry and you're like, why is this happening? It's, it's, you know, we live our lives in such a, so proactively and, you know, by a routine and systems and then a dumb message comes in like that and you have to be reactive, which is not how I like to operate. So can we be grateful that we have the opportunity to have the rental properties and for something to go wrong and for us to be able to deal with it? I, if, if anyone practice, practices gratitude best, it's me. <laughs> okay. We can tell. <laughs> 11 minutes into the show, just listening and complaining about the water wasn't working. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, upcoming events. No, I'm, <laughs> um, I'll talk about that in a minute here. Um, don't worry. I will be talking about secondary suites today. I promised I would, and I will. Um, and uh, do you want to hear about the fence? Because I was I was talking with Emmanuel the other day. Well, and our our contractor <clears throat> was the one who initially fixed the fence at that project. So while he was there, he checked out the fence. Yes, he this is the, the property where the fence fell over exactly. or was property. damaged. Yeah. Oh man, this property. I think that has a lot to do with it too. This property has been non. Yeah, it has a yeah. Since we bought this brand new thing. Two or three years and like ago. it's gorgeous, but when you have like issue after issue after <clears throat> issue, and you've like been through the ringer on a property, you start to get like a sour taste about it. Yeah, just like God, this property, like yeah. I can't remember. Did I talk about the neighbor wanting to plug into the garage? Yeah. So Josh just asked, "Is the neighbor still plugged into the garage?" Yeah. Yeah. So uh, no, he wasn't, but um, he contacted me back, and um, we're gonna work something out. Gavin and I started going back and forth about it, just trying to figure out what's the best approach to this. Well, how do we get what we want? You know what I mean? How do we get the outcome that we want? And the outcome that we want is for him to fix the goddamn fence. Um, so by telling him you can't plug into the garage. Okay, so I'll just, for, for those of you maybe who hadn't heard before, um, this uh, this builder next door is building a new property next to our property. Infill. Yeah. <clears throat> An infill. Um, he damaged the fence when they demolished the house. Yeah, chimney, chimney fell came. over, smashed right onto the fence. So... This is a really nice, um, like one of those chain link with the vinyl slats in it, like expensive, really nice fence. Yeah, yeah. So it came over and then the demolition crew said that they were going to, the guys that were demolishing the house said they were going to fix it and then they never did. And they, oh, next week, next week, next week. And they go, oh, it's raining. And they pushed it off for months until eventually they were gone. And um, so they left the supplies there and then we ended up having to pay our contractor, what, thousand, fifteen hundred bucks or something like that. How much was it? No, it was no, it was like four hundred bucks. Oh, four hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Seems like that was more. Maybe it was just the grading that we had to deal with. Um, yes. So about four hundred bucks, we had to get our contractor to do it within a couple of weeks. Again, they went and excavated the ground, and right up to the fence. They dug the ground right up to the fence line, exposing the underground poles, like everything. Yeah. Yeah. The, the <laughs> fence fell over. Not That's, literally, but yeah, like yeah, totally. Well, you could see the yeah. concrete, you know like pilings underneath yeah and uh and they're like oh yeah sorry we'll refill we'll backfill that and we'll fix it then i'll fix stuff for you i'm like dude like we just fixed this thing yeah and uh, they never did um they, they backfilled by. it yeah. and the the posts were two inches too too uh low and uh now we can't even connect the rest of it and like it's just it's 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 hanging there um Anyways, in the middle of July, uh, I contacted the builder, like trying to get a hold of him, trying to get a hold of him. He finally answers and say, oh, yeah, we're going to fix it and don't worry about it. And and they backfilled it and then they never really fixed it properly. And I've been trying to bug him ever since. And he stopped answering the phone and calling him multiple times. So I just gave up on him. Like, I'll deal with it another time. And uh, then, he, then he calls me last week and says, hey, man, we got no power. Of course, not going to be hooked up till January. You mind if we run an extension cord to your garage? I'm like, dude, like you've been ignoring me since July and now you want to borrow power? So Gab and I analyzed it and we realized we're going to do it. Um, he did some like crazy math on how many kilowatts per hour mm-hmm. this, um, you know, this, this 
heater. Um, this heater uses and and et cetera, et cetera. And the, I don't know, he's going to be plugging something else in and stuff and the compressor and he figured it out and he knew he, based on Epcor's current rates, this is how much we're going to be using over the next two months. So um, yeah, we're going to get him to send money and we're going to let him do that and, and hopefully show. <clears throat> you guys, it's really good to have a clear mind about what your desired outcomes are in life in general, because um, Wayne was really upset about the situation, about the fence and about now he wants to use our power and he's been ignoring me. And like he was pissed, rightfully, like yeah. th that phone call. I was I was in the car when the phone call came through and he's like, dude, like you've been ignoring me and we have a broken, expensive fence that we had to fix and it's still broken. And now you want to borrow our power? Like what's going on? And so like he was mad. Mad. And so we had to sit down and be like, the desired outcome for us and for our joint venture partner is that that fence gets fixed in the spring. Yeah, That is all that we need done. So in order to play nice, we need to make sure that we get in writing that he's going to fix that fence in the spring and we give him the damn power. Like there's no other way to look at this. We need our desired outcome. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, once that became clear, like once we talked about how do we get what we want, it became clear that like we just we need to play nice and we need to just make sure that he's committed to doing what he needs to do yeah. via a written letter signed letter commitment and yeah we move on we collect money um for the for the power he did like wayne just said he did like really good math and like knew exactly that impressed me what it should cost yeah it was pretty impressive and yeah we move yeah. on so yeah it thank you for 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 pulling me out of that one and, and making me see see it how <laughs> It. It's, uh... I had to give Wayne some hard truth. Normally he gives me some hard truth, but he kept trying to make excuses. And I was like, no, desired outcome, us and our partner, fix fence. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, since he broke my fence, I want to go break some of his. <laughs> yeah. When the water wasn't working yesterday, I was like, call up a contractor. Uh, yeah. The contractor next door. Tell him to go check out the water situation. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Oh, man. Anywho. But uh, yeah, I feel like there was other stuff that happened this week too. It's just kitchen. Oh <laughs> yeah, you can tell the kitchen story. There's a half an hour of just shit we deal with this, deal with this week. <laughs> you want to talk about well, the kitchen? Well, um, there was a couple people who were um, asking if we would talk about it. Sure. I was really heated um, early this week about it. Um, and but, I did the same. Thing and Wayne, for you. <laughs> yeah, and Wayne did the same thing for me. He was the common or the calm what mind. Yeah. What do we want? What do we need? This isn't a big deal. Um, yeah, so as most of you probably know, um, our, our, we ended up getting a whole kitchen package through a local company, um, because just of supply shortages, you can't go to Ikea and find full packages anymore. They're missing cupboard faces or a random thing that completes your kitchen. So it's really hard to find, um, complete packages, at least to get them right away without waiting and hoping their stock replenishes. So we ended up going with a company who could provide the whole kitchen and they would come in and install it and everything. And um, it was great because they had like a two week turnaround. They order it, it takes a week to come in, they assemble it, um, and then they bring it over and they uh, put it into the kitchen. Mm. Um, actually assemble it in the kitchen, install it. And um, so once we finally finalized everything and ordered it, the floods in BC happened and our kitchen was coming out of Vancouver. So we got severely delayed by several weeks, three, four weeks. Um, but it finally arrived and they installed it on Tuesday, I believe. Yeah. And um, so right off the bat, one of the cabinets that they ordered was too deep. One of the wall cabinets, they ordered the wrong size. So like, don't worry, we'll, we'll order the right size. We'll get it installed. Not a big deal. Okay. But then I'm looking at the pictures that our contractor sent and I was like, where's our drawers? Like none of the base cabinets are drawers. Like what's happening? So I, I got him to look and make sure that in, they weren't in fact drawers. And um, so they, they made a mistake and ordered um, shelving and cupboard instead of drawers. Then I look at the picture of the pantry and inside the pantry, we ordered um, these three really big rollout trays so that the bottom half of the pantry would be rollouts where you can put pots and pans and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then the top part would be shelving where you could put spices and whatever, dry goods. All shelves, no rollout trays. 
It's like, what the heck? So I contacted them and they made several mistakes mm -hmm. and were not owning up to them. I was referring back to specific emails, specific times we went in, specific people we talked to, specific conversations that we had. And they were just, they basically just copped out and said, um, if you, if you want the the rollout trays, it's going to be an extra 400 bucks. And if you want this and yada, yada, and they were just like standing firm, I gave them a chance to like, to, you know, make it right. Yeah. And the way that they were making it right was basically that um, the little extra they threw in for us was that they'd come back and clean up the mess that they left, which was all the boxes and garbage and stuff. Cause I was oh, like, also your installer left like a huge mess and like, is somebody coming back to get that? And so they're like, normally we don't do, we don't collect the garbage, but considering um, your your experience where we'll have them come back and take care of that for you. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Anyways, so um, I was really heated about the whole thing because uh, like Wayne has mentioned several times before, um, we are people of our word. If we say we're gonna do something, we do it. Yeah. We have clear and open communication. We are like, we just expect things to be done right. And if they're not, you say you're going to do something, them. you fucking do it. Yeah. And they messed up like, um, on some pretty big items and had zero ownership of it. Yeah. So I lost my cool a bit on, on the Tuesday when that was all happening. Um, but at the end of the day, they're fixing the, the drawers on the base cabinet that they clearly messed up on. I had a, a physical text. I was like, refer back to the text on this date mm -hmm. saying, I want drawers. That was you. Like I can, so they're <clears throat> fixing that. They reordered the right size cabinet for the wall one that was too deep, but they will not fix the pantry. And unfortunately that conversation happened in store. I don't have record of it, but I literally explained to him who I talked to, what the conversation was, where we were in the store, that she brought out the rollout trays, that we talked about painting them white, that they weren't going to install them. They were going to wait for us to paint them. The other guy showed like, up three minutes after yeah. like, before we were about to leave and he said, hello, and how you doing? Sorry, I was busy. Like, we remember this. Yeah, I remember was, exactly what day it was and where we went afterwards. Yeah, but they won't won't own up to that. So, um, yeah, but that was like, I don't know. It, it It's whatever. We're going to have shelves in the pantry. We're going to get what it is that we need. Um, we're just yeah. bummed, you know, like it, when it comes down to when you mess up with things like that, typically a really good service provider will, <laughs> will make it right. Hey, we fucked up. We're going to make it right. I'm not expecting free shit. I'm no. not expecting them to throw yeah. in stuff that they forgot to add into the, to the, to, to well, the I was. Invoice. well, you were, cause you were like, I make, make this up to me. And a lot of times, you know, we do that. We're like, well, you fucked up. So I want a free pizza. No, well, no, no, I want, I, no, I wanted what I asked my quote to be for. <clears throat> yes. Like that was the day that we went in was the day when we were finalizing our quote. Yeah. Okay. We're going to have these rollout traits. We're going to have these two-toned cabinets, the gray on the bottom, the white on the top, the glossy. Yeah. We're going to have the black handles. We're going to have this style quartz. We're going to have this type of backsplash. Installed. We're going to have this specific sink. Like this was the meeting where we decided every little detail. We drove in. We drove in to do that. Yeah. And that that was part of the quote and so there his thing was he sent me the quote and he said this is the quote that i sent you as you can see there's no rollout trays on it that is an additional cost i was like how am i supposed to know it also doesn't say shelves on it yeah. like it just says your 10 cabinets yeah. it doesn't talk about what is inside of them it just says 10 yeah. cabinets so how the f am i supposed to know that you effed up and didn't include the Rolo trace. Like, yeah. give me a break. So yes, include them. That's how you that's how you own up to your mistakes yeah. is you include what should have been included based on the conversation. I got Gabby fired up now too. Yeah, my my hands are waving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get the kitchen in. The kitchen will be in before the uh, the uh, the countertop is installed, so that's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> it doesn't change our timeline at all. And I will say, like the product is beautiful, it's high quality, high quality, beautiful product. Terrible service. Terrible service. Terrible communication, which I should have known from start to finish. So I gave them a lot of advice on how how to better serve their clients. Yeah. In a nice manner, not a rude manner. <sighs> The, the the issue and what I mentioned to Gabby was is that we need to be very cautious um, because I think <laughs> that ultimately and then for the for the next little while we're gonna need them regardless of their service quality. 
because as this supply chain issue continues and it's continuing to get worse um, throughout the world, throughout Canada, um, I don't feel like we're going to have access to cabinets and yeah. other major items like appliances here in the, in the, in the future. I think that costs are going to go up. I think that we're going to be, uh, we're going to have limited selection in colors and we should probably just give them some constructive criticism and moving forward. Now we know how to communicate with them. And when they send us a quote or when they send us an invoice, we ask them for an itemized detail invoice and a quote. So if they're shit at putting things on quotes, then we need to make sure that when we're there, that they write down exactly what it is we want. So that issue doesn't happen again. And we're going to write in that, Hey, you guys are going to be cleaning up the garbage. And they say, no, we're not going to be cleaning up the garbage. Then we'll say, no, we're leaving. Right. <laughs> so we're going to make sure that everything is done correctly in order to make sure that those, you know what? Cause if they're not going to change, they clearly are not going to change then yeah. we need to do what we can to make sure that they don't fuck yeah. up. Yeah. So I had a conversation with um, somebody else uh, yesterday who messaged me. She knew who we were talking about and um, and she's used them several times. And she said she's been having the exact same issues. And oh, actually really? that they did have some back-ordered cabinets. So they are, um, it seems like they might also be facing some stock issues. Mm -hmm. We went with a high-quality, high-gloss um, product. So I'm wondering if maybe their kind of like shaker cabinet style stuff is mm -hmm. running out of stock. Um, so stock might be an issue with them as well. But she also said that um, awful communication experiences the last couple times that they've used them. Really? Yeah. So well, maybe we should just use them as a supplier and not as an installer. Yeah. As long as we get the right supply, then we should be okay. Um, Wilson's calling in here. Nice. Hello, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, Wilson. How's hey, it going? Good morning. Good morning. Pretty good. So I just I was calling just because I wanted to tell you guys that we had the exact same experience. A difference was it wasn't the kitchen; it was the entire project of the renovation of a, of an entire house. Oh. So, yeah, we were quoted, you know, we're, we're going with the general contractor through the house. Like, we want this type of flooring, we want this type of kitchen. This is going to be the division of the of the two units. The front porch needs to get done. The rear, no problem. Everything's going to get done. But I don't see the guy writing it down. I'm like, you sure? Yes, everything's going to get done. <laughs> yeah. so, so we're going to be putting this and this. Yeah, don't worry about that. Oh, but we need a new sump pump. Don't worry, it's only $60. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Work's getting done. Work's getting completed, but other work's not being completed. I'm like, oh, yeah, don't forget, guys, you need to uh, put the new deck uh, in the rear. Oh, that's not in the quote. Like, <laughs> Hold on. You guys told me that everything was going to get completed. Yeah. No, I don't see it in the in the itemized section. No. That's an extra, whatever, $10,000. Oh. Yeah. And then the sump pump. Now they won uh, $5,000 for, for a sump pump. I'm like, $5,000? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was, that was, that started back in October, 2020, and we're still dealing, um, with some work that wasn't done and mm -hmm. trying to get it, get it done. But I mean, there's, it, it was only a, a conversation, right? So yeah. yeah, from now on, big lesson, everything you want, everything you need from anybody, it's gotta be itemized, itemized. written down yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Don't just take that. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll take care of it. No. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I know in hindsight, I was like, after that meeting with the kitchen that we went in, um, I sh like, she, I mean, she was writing stuff down. So like, I thought that we were good, but I should have sent a follow up with my own itemized yeah. to make sure that we were all on the same page and stuff. So yeah, it's these little lessons that, and uh, that that's what they are. They're lessons, right? It's like something happens and you learn from it. So yeah. that doesn't happen again. Right. Oh yeah. oh yeah, learn yeah. from your mistakes. That's it. Exactly. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think that she. Um, I don't think she intentionally did any of this. No, absolutely not. I think that she. She just doesn't care about our project as much as we care about our project. <laughs> and or her job. I mean, or her job. You never know. <laughs> she might just be the daughter of the owner, and she just doesn't give a shit. You don't know. So, yeah. I mean, she was writing things down, but she just didn't. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Who knows what days she was having? Mm -hmm. So. And it, as we're talking about this, it just reminds me of like every time you go to like a restaurant, like Chipotle's or something like that. And you're like, you're doing your order and the person is not writing your order down. And you're like, and yeah, no gravy and kind of get a side of ranch. And, and you look at them and you're like, are you going to write this down? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then later on, they come by with your meal and you're like, can I get that ranch? <laughs> 
you sh- you're just thinking in your mind, like, why didn't they write it down? You think you're so special. You can remember all this stuff when you got 20 tables. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks so much for calling in, Wilson. Um, you know, we're just going to take a quick little break here and then we're going to get back into it and we'll uh, and we'll get into secondary suites. Sounds good. Hi, folks. Barry McGuire here. I'm inviting you to join our free Facebook group, Barry McGuire's Creative Real Estate Education. We go live every Monday discussing all sorts of creative real estate strategies. You know, nothing can match the power of learning from Canada's top creative real estate experts. We provide you with the education and tools you need to close your first damn deal. It's the most important one. Join our free group, Barry McGuire's Creative Real Estate Education, and we'll see you Monday. All right. Uh, secondary suites. Um, hey, I'm just going to add in and also as well um, an opportunity. Um, we're going to give away a free coffee today, a coffee on us from Starbucks or Tim Hortons. Um, give you a $5 gift card. And uh, so you 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 decide whether you want Tim Hortons or you want uh, Starbucks. We're going to make it a little more interesting today. Uh, first person to call in to tell us, you got to answer a question. Um, the first person to tell call in and tell us where we are going in Mexico. I said it earlier on the show. So uh, if you call in and uh, and you were listening, oh, Ryan, Ryan, did you did <laughs> you little Ryan? Did, did you did you write? Oh, uh, did you write it down? Um, oh, hang on a second. <laughs> Bam! Like everybody called in at the exact same time, but Ryan won by like I'd say a tenth. But of does a second. he have the right answer? Does he have the right answer? What is it, Ryan? Uh, Maya Riviera. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Wow, are you, are you transcribing our episodes? Because that would be great. <laughs> you can send us a, send us the file. <laughs> Not yet, no. Uh, how are you doing this morning, buddy? Good, thanks. Yep, that, that's good. That's good. It was good chatting with you last night. For sure. Yep. All right, man. Anything else you want to add uh, before you go? Uh, well, I have a, a countertop story. If we're complaining about uh, yes people. <laughs> Let's fill a whole hour. Let's do it, man. <laughs> sure. So, uh, got a quote on a countertop. Uh, then um, paid the deposit. They came out and templated everything. And then only after that, they tell us, "Oh, the countertop that you you want um, isn't going to be available till January." So, uh, what? what do you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> What? So oh. obviously, you know, when you get someone out to template, you're ready pretty much for the countertop. Ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, so a bunch of back and forth um, found a product that was in stock. So it changed um, the quote, quote. but thank- thankfully it was a, actually a cheaper product. Um, so that was mm-hmm. good. But uh my wife had gone and actually picked out the, the slabs that she wanted. Yeah. And it's probably been three or four trips back and forth because um, they got the wrong slabs, uh, that, not the ones that she had picked out. Um, then there was an issue with one of them, so they had to send it back. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, and just uh, poor communication, I guess, in the fact that um, – when we were trying to confirm what slabs they had, which one mm. wasn't going to work, the numbers didn't match the numbers that we had. Uh, so they had the wrong ones delivered to begin with. And yeah. And then Man. what adds to the communication issues a little bit is uh, our contractor um, is the one that is kind of the primary contact. And then he's communicating with us and we're communicating with him. So sometimes just going through the middleman, everything gets delayed too, right? All the messages. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, Mm -hmm. all in all, uh, we don't have the countertops in yet, but I think we got everything straightened out. Um, Oh. They're all at the right, they have the right slabs where they're supposed to be now, and they should all work. So so I Mm. think we got progress. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm praying for you, Ryan. (laughs) All right. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, and until yeah, until they're in place, you never quite know. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't hold your breath. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. Anyways, well, I, hopefully it gets all resolved here pretty quick. And, and thanks so much for calling in today. I really appreciate it. Is he still there? Huh? 
Yeah, yes. Oh. I think so. Oh. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Good talk to you later, buddy. Okay. All right, fine. As I promised, secondary suites. Um, okay, this- <laughs> you seem like you really want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, okay, now, I'm looking, okay, now I'm looking at the clock. So here's suites. the thing. Like, whenever I get into a topic, you know that I don't just – I could give you a quick answer on when and, and when not, but that's just not how I operate. Well, I have let's to, start there. Um, I have to give a thorough answer. So um, I'm just looking at the clock saying, okay, do I got enough time to get through this? Because uh, what happens is I get about 75% through my points, and Gabby gives me the wrap it up, Wayne. It's, it's, we're over an hour, <laughs> um, which, which just kills my spirit. Um, <laughs> Okay, so we had uh, had multiple people asking recently because there's a lot of discussion about burrs right now in Edmonton uh, and, and across the country uh, in general. Um, people are wondering, and they, when do I add a secondary suite? When should I add a secondary suite? Um, because you'll hear people say, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a place. It's on a you know it's on a wide lot, so I can develop it in the future, and it has a it has a side entrance, so I could always add a, I can always add a basement suite in the future." And when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, "Okay, well, that's not a good reason to demolish a house and put up two skinnies. Uh, that's not a good reason to add a secondary suite. There's there's things that you need to consider um, before you would ever do something like that, because otherwise, like it might it might actually not make sense." Um, someone was calling about, um, buying a property and they were going to buy it for, uh, $360,000. Um, and it was a really nice property, it had a sep- second entrance and they were thinking, okay, well, we're, we want to add a secondary suite. Um, and, and we, full transparency, Gabby and I had this, these same thoughts very early on when we were getting into investing. Because we thought, oh, side entrance, we can add a secondary suite and it will, it'll double the rent, right? But Gabby went oof because that's a very high price to buy a house and then add a secondary suite. So for example, if you were to add a secondary suite, I'm going to use some very basic Edmonton area numbers. In order to add a secondary suite, uh, and that's not renovating anything upstairs. Yeah. Just, just the adding basement. the suite. Yeah. You're like... If you're good, you can get it done for 60000 okay? Um, if it's your first time or you're hiring a specialized company, it's probably going to cost eighty to 90000 Yeah. I Yeah, I would say that um, – I mean, like, I don't know for sure. Correct me, anybody, if you're <clears> wrong, <throat> but I would say that sixty is not attainable. Well, what you're, you you went to some networking event and some pro who's been doing it for 30 years said, oh, you can do it for 40000 Well, yeah, that's because they know exactly what to do you know, they got cheap labor. Um, they probably got a bunch of stock uh, items in their garage. You know, they bought in bulk. Um, but I think the quote that we got the very first time we were looking at it was around ninety or ninety five thousand dollars. Yeah, and that was a specialized company because they, that's just they charge more. Um, so if you're assuming ninety thousand dollars and you bought it for three sixty, and that's not touching upstairs. That means you're into that property for $450,000. Okay. Now the, I, I saw pictures of the upstairs in that, that particular property. It was not updated and the windows weren't all updated. And you know what I mean? Like if you want to get the best after repaired value, you need that, that whole place needs to be brand new, mm-hmm. new windows, new roof, new furnaces, new upstairs and brand new downstairs. Um, so that particular person was going to be into that property for minimum $450,000. The market for a house with a suite, the value for a house with a suite in that area was less than four hundred. dollars Ooh, double oof. Right? So by adding a suite, yes, you increase your rents, but they would have been you are into, it for into that house for, for sixty thousand, at least $60,000 more than what it's worth. Right? It's not just throwing cabinets and a stove and a, and a kitchen sink down there and a, and a bathroom and a bedroom. It has to be legal. And, and that's another thing is that, you know, if you think that you're just going to throw kitchen cabinets and, and, you know, spend maybe 20000 just, you know, finishing the basement, adding a kitchen and a stove and a bathroom and a, and a, and a bedroom, just know that that $20,000 that you spend will not increase the value of the home. Mm-hmm. The value of the home is determined by 
other homes in the area that have sold, sold. Yeah. that are similar to your property that have sold within the last six months. Yeah. That is how you determine market value. So if you want to know what your house is going to be worth, you have to look at what your house looks like and then go look at other houses that are exactly the same, same square footage, same amount of bedrooms, you know, legal suite, non-legal suite, right? Square footage that have sold in the last six months. So what you don't want to do is you don't want to spend money on a property and then overspend because that means you're just into that house for more than what it's worth. And that's a very bad investment. Um, so I explained that to, to this particular person. They're like, oh, okay, that, I, I didn't realize that. I thought it was just going to be, you know, kitchen and bathroom. And, and I didn't realize that you had to go and get all these permits and stuff for, you know, mm-hmm. a legal suite. Um, Adding a suite needs to be intentional. And it need, and it only works when you get the right price on the buy. Yes, and it has to, you have to be ensure that the neighborhood that you're buying in has recent sold comparables, has a good yeah. after repair value. Yeah, um, there's a very big difference. I'm going to use Edmonton examples. There's a very big difference between Edmonton Northeast and Edmonton Southeast. Okay, Southeast houses with suites are in the market like like. For fifty to four hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. Northeast in certain pockets are like three hundred and eighty to four hundred and twenty. Big difference in after repair value. Yeah. So if you're buying it for the you know for the same price, like two hundred and eighty, three hundred thousand dollars, and then adding all your renovations, just keep in mind that some pockets are going to be worth more afterwards than others, mm-hmm. and you need to be conscious of that. It's not just a matter of buying a house and, and adding a suite and, yes, I just doubled my rent. Well, what you've also done is you've increased your investment significantly, and you might have actually overpaid. Yeah. Um, so I recommend if you're, if you're looking into this stuff, speak to some experts in your area, whether that, you know, if you're Edmonton listeners or if you're um, Sudbury listeners, you know, go find um, you know, local experts in your area and, or a realtor and have a discussion with them on when it is appropriate to add a secondary suite. Now, if this is just your own personal home and you want to add a kitchenette in the basement and an in-law suite and, and you just want to rent it out to your cousin, go for it. You know what I mean? As long as you have like, as long as you got the proper egress windows and, and, and it's safe to fire code, it's not that big of a deal. Or if you're planning to live, that's another thing. If you're planning on living in the basement and renting out upstairs, the legalities of the basement is less important. The legality, you know, the, the reason why you have it permitted and, and, and done correctly in the basement is, is to provide a safe place to live for a tenant. If you want to live in it, and you don't want to have a proper egress window to get out, no one's going to charge you with manslaughter because you're going to be the one that's dead. Oof. <laughs> it's the truth. Like, yeah. if, if you're going to be planning, if you're planning on living in the basement, it doesn't matter if it's an in-law suite, quote, yeah. unquote, in-law suite. But what I'll say about this, though, is that if you, like Wayne just said, if you're having your cousin live in there or you're going to live in the basement, keep in mind that your cousin isn't going to live in your basement forever and that you're not going to live in your basement forever. Mm-hmm. And that at some point, you're probably going to want to be renting that out mm-hmm. properly. And it's easier to do the work now than to try to convert it later after you've turned it into some sort of an in-law suite. Yeah. So, for sure. so, yeah, anyways, but I just if, wanted to throw that in. But if you're spending $20,000 to finish a basement and add a bedroom and a kitchen, just keep in mind that you're not going to get that $20,000 back. Yes. Because you did not increase the value of the home. Yeah. It is, st- if it's not, especially if it's not a, le- a legal suite, a permitted suite, then it will not increase the value of the property. It is still a single family home. It is no different than the neighbor next door. Mm-hmm. But it, the only difference is that you, you sunk $20,000 into the basement for an extra $1,000 a month in rent. Mm-hmm. So... You can look at it from that perspective. Well, I made an extra $1,000 a month. So over the next two years, it'll pay for itself. Okay. If that's your logic, sure. You know, you just collected $12,000 a month in rent from the basement uh, for two years. You paid off the basement. Now going forward, it's been paid off. If that's your logic and that's how you invest, I mean, sure. I mean, it's not the best investment strategy in my opinion. What if you put $20,000 into it? hypothetically, and it increased the value of your home by $20,000. Yeah. 
and you made a thousand dollars a month, mm -hmm. which one would you prefer? Well, obviously the, the one that it actually increased the value. Yeah. Now here's my argument, my last argument towards this. You shouldn't just be aiming to increase the value of the home equal to, let me rephrase that. Sorry, I was just doing something here. You should be trying, if you're going to be putting money into a property, you don't want to just increase the value equal to what you spent. If you're putting $60,000 into a basement to legalize a suite, you do not want to just increase the value of the home by $60,000. Because, I mean, yeah, like you got your money out for it. However, that's a whole heck of a lot of time that you spent in energy over those last four months, you know, working with the trades and everything else. I think that you should be compensated for that. So when we look at adding a secondary suite, we look at the cost of what it's going to be, how much we paid for it and what it's going to be worth afterwards. I want to see an increase in value on top of the cost of renovations. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to buy it for $270,000. I want to put $130,000 into that house. So I'm into it for 400 and I want it to be worth 470 afterwards mm -hmm. because I want that big push of $70,000 in equity. That's my profit. That's that makes it worth my time doing it. Otherwise, if I'm not getting any increase in value, then why wouldn't I just go, why would I buy a $270,000 house and put $130,000 into it, spend four months of my life on that? Why wouldn't I just go buy a turnkey $400,000 house that has a legal secondary suite or a $470,000 house that has yeah. a legal secondary suite? You know what I mean? There needs to be some sort of an incentive for you to do that. You need to be able to make money on that flip to yourself. Okay. So if you're thinking about, you know, I already own a home, you know, I wonder if our windows are big enough in the basement. Should we, I, I know we have a second entrance or our separate entrance, but maybe I've seen some people on YouTube, they've, they've dug into the ground and they cut into the concrete and they created a door. We could do that. And then we could have a basement suite. Well, if your intention when you bought that house was, was not to have, like it was just to have it as a home and the intention was never to have it as a, you know, adding a legal secondary suite in the basement, then just don't do it. You know what I mean? You want to make sure that you're buying the appropriate property for the appropriate price in the appropriate area that has the appropriate after repaired value comps. You guys, it needs to be appropriate. <laughs> in order for it to make sense. It has to be intentional. Okay. Yes. Don't just force a secondary suite in the basement just to bring in extra rent. It needs to make sense. It has mm -hmm. to be appropriate. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Good underhand there. Um, it's the same thing. Like we can also you can also look at this like when um when it became legal to add a a third like a garage suite mm -hmm. on a property so you could have three um dwellings on one you know on what? one that's property. great we don't have a whole lot of time but i'm glad you brought that up go ahead well because it's like when they first announced it and and you know like garage suites are still relatively in their infancy um of becoming popular and people are doing <clears> them <throat> but we have a couple of properties really where we were like, we could 1000% put a garage suite on this property. Like, Fuck yeah. like hell yeah. But the money that you would put in to build the garage suite was not going to, because there was no comps, nobody had sold them, nobody had built them and then sold those properties. So there's nothing to compare them to. It wouldn't have increased our, it, it would have increased it for what we spent. Yeah. Basically. Um, no added value there. So for us, it was like, nope. Yeah. Like we'll, we'll wait until, these things become more popular and there's properties sold and there's the comparables and exactly. where we can see the actual increase in value instead of just what we've dumped into it. Yeah. Um, so same, same thing. Exact same thing. Um, when I look at that, I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through the math and I'll walk you through my, our thought process on that because we were looking into a lot of cool things like Secan um, container garage suites and stuff like that. Yeah. So we went out and we priced it all out and a bunch of other people were looking at this too. And because as soon as it got announced, we're like, hang on a second. That big lot that I got, a big backyard um, that I already have a uh, good morning, Tulian. Um, that we already have a secondary suite in that house. Now we can add another one in the back. That's yeah. pretty amazing. So we looked at it and we started getting quotes, and it was going to cost um, you pretty much, you can't reuse your existing um, garage. We yeah. should talk about garage suites in the future. Um, you can't reuse it. And there's not enough um, grass area in order to add a garden suite. Yeah. Right. So we'll add you in here in just a second, Lindsay. Um, 
so what they have to do is they have to tear down the existing garage. So you have a perfectly good garage, they get rid of it, and then they build a new one with the right support uh, underneath yeah, it. Yeah, to have the suite on top. And it will cost just under $200,000 to build it. And the, this was a few, a few years ago now. It's so probably still the same. Well, yeah, but we um, just don't know. <laughs> yeah, so they're going to excavate your yard as well to run power and water and everything else and sewage and stuff. So it's it's not just that, like throwing a sea can on top of your existing garage. It's actually yeah. a pretty – they're building a, a new house essentially. Yeah. And so it was going to cost us about 200000 And we looked into it and we were asking appraisers and we were asking realtors and, and, and mortgage brokers and realtors. Um, we said, uh, how much is it going to increase the value of the home? And they said, well, as Gabby said, there's no houses in your area that have sold. Or even in the city at that point. Or even in the city. Yeah. That have sold that have a legal secondary suite in the basement that are eleven to 1,200 square feet that also have a garage suite. Yeah. And because there's no sole comparables, the appraiser has no comparables to go and reference. So if that's the case and there's nothing to compare it to, to make a justification for that value, then what they'll do is they'll look at the value of the home with the secondary suite, which is $470,000. And then they will ask to see the receipts of how much you spent on the garage suite. Yeah. And they will increase the value of the home equal to the receipt. So if it's two hundred thousand dollars, that means four seventy plus two hundred thousand. Your house is now worth six hundred seventy thousand, which is fair. However, when I'm do, when I'm thinking about investing money into adding another um, unit to my property, as I said earlier, I want to get as much of my money out as possible, and I want to increase the value of the property as much as possible. I'm going to spend two hundred thousand dollars. If I refinance it with the bank at the new appraised value, that means I'm only going to get 80% of that money back, right? They're going to give you a mortgage of 80% of the total value of the property. So that means that new increased 200,000, I'm only going to get 80% of that. And and do some easy math for me here. That's uh, 160. 160. Yes. I think that's, I think I'm I'm bad at math in my head. It's very early. This this is embarrassing actually. This is embarrassing because you're really good at math. (laughs) I'm just very tired. Yeah. So that means that there's still going to be 40 grand. I knew it. I just wanted to double check. Um, There's still going to be $40,000 locked up into it. So if you look at it from that perspective, that means that that is the exact same thing as buying a $200,000 garage suite investment property for $40,000 down. So I'm looking at, okay, let's just forget that this is on the same property and it's all one mortgage. Would I buy a $200,000 garage suite investment property with a $160,000 mortgage? Um, yeah, put $40,000 of our cash into it. Yeah, would I make that $40,000 investment? Is that a good investment? What's my mortgage going to be? How much is my property taxes going to increase? So that's going to, so I just look at this as one individual investment property. What's my property tax going to be? What's my, um, what's my insurance going to be? So there'd be insurance markup. Um, what's the mortgage payment going to be on that? And what is the expected rent that I can get from this? Yeah. And then look at the ROI just on the garage suite as it's, as itself. And when I thought about it, I'm like, that isn't, I could put that $40,000 to use somewhere else and get a much better return. Yeah. A much better term. I can take that $40,000 with other money and go and burr a suited house and I can increase the value of the property by $70,000. I'm getting a way better return on my investment. Mm-hmm. So that's why we decided we're not going to add garage suites. Yeah. Even though it's a fun, cool new thing, we like, um, we wanted to make sure that we are getting the best return on our investment on our cash. So hopefully that makes sense. You know, this applies to garage suites. This applies to adding suites to homes. This applies to another big uh, introduction around that same time was you could, um, you can add uh, secondary suites to duplexes. You can add secondary suites to townhouses. Yeah. And these, all these same discussions were being had. And I even had these, I don't know if he listens or not. My dad was busting my balls about, you've got all these townhouses. Why don't you add secondary suites to them? You can go and excavate in the backyard and, and add a stairwell and a side garage. And then you can add a suite in there. There's enough room in there. You got that big window. And I'm like, it doesn't make sense. He goes, what do you mean? It doesn't make sense. You can add it in there and double your rents. And you know, it, and you don't have to go. I'm like, no, it, it will not increase the value of the property. There's no soil comparable. So it's trying to explain that to 
um, is, is very difficult. But hopefully that made sense to you guys. If it doesn't make sense, please feel free to call in and I will clarify it. Or you can reach out to us by email or text me. I can explain that. But just I want you guys to think logically about that. I'm going to add uh, Lindsay in here. She's been waiting very patiently. Jesus, you scared me. <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man, did that startle anyone else? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize the volume was on so low. I heard my name from the other room. <laughs> okay, can we, can we cut that? She's not calling in. <laughs> she messaged. Oh. I've been really waiting to use that. <laughs> you, I literally jumped. I almost Sorry, had the volume was a little loud. I apologize. Hey, good morning, everybody. <laughs> oh man. Did I? Uh, I don't know if anybody knows this. I'm a huge Jeopardy fan. Huge Massive. Jeopardy fan. I love I love um, musicals and Jeopardy. <laughs> We're learning so much. About I you. am a fun date. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> What do you say we go out for dinner? We see a little Hamilton and we go back to my place and watch a little Jeopardy. Yeah. That's date nights for me I'm and Gabby. A, I'm a lucky gal. Hey, Hamilton's coming to Edmonton. Oh. Did you know that? No. Did Did you want to go? <laughs> kind of. I heard it was really good. I heard it yeah. was really good. I've I, never been to a musical. I'd 100% go. Let's do it. I haven't been since I was a kid. I, I, I've heard it's really good and it's worth seeing. Um, they're coming to Edmonton. I don't know. I saw it on a news headline. So, um, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, we will, uh, Wayne, yeah. Yeah. we have carpet being installed today. Do we? At our flip. Yeah. Okay. So that's probably the, is it today Friday? Yeah. It's Friday. Carpet? Like, okay. When I, like when you walk into our flip, it's like, it's like done. Well, especially now that like the oh, kitchen's in, it's done. like, it's like done. But when you don't have carpet in yet, it's still just like a construction zone. Yeah. So the carpet is really going to be like tie it all together and like finish it up. Yeah. All that's left is just uh, is, is finishing up the kitchen. Yeah. Everything else is done. As soon carpet as that carpet goes in, it's just going to, it's going to pop. Yeah. Oh, and our um, ceiling in the basement. We're and that's on coming next on Tuesday. Week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, it's yeah, it's exciting because of our kitchen delay. Um, because it was literally delayed by like over a month. Um, mm-hmm. we just kind of like took the the iron foot off the gas pedal and um, and kind of slowed things down. Yeah. So yeah, we were supposed to be done early December, but we were like, okay, no need to rush it anymore. Let's just take our time here. So yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. I was talking to our our, our contractor the other day, and he's like, it's not fair. He says. All the nice stuff I do in here and, you know, it look, everything's so pretty and the finishing work and then carpet installer comes in and everybody's like, wow, look how amazing it looks. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, we, I appreciate your finishing work. He's like, yeah, it never looks good until that carpet comes in. And the carpet comes in and it just finishes it off nicely. So, yeah, um, yeah they're like the a, heroes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yes, we're planning on listing. Uh, Ryan asked if we're listing after Christmas. I had this really cool idea. I was talking to Calvin Hexter about this. I said, um, I want, because the countertop's being installed in the 22nd. Yeah. And now we're having some issues with the backsplash because apparently they're not installing that. But if the backsplash was installed on the 23rd, then in theory, we can have Christmas Eve, the, the photographer come in. Here's what I wanted. I thought, what if we listed it on Christmas Day? You know what I mean? And I'll put a, I'll put a Christmas tree in the in the living room and then... Um, it'll or come they on. can virtually stage a Christmas tree, I bet. Wait, I bet you we – oh, man, that's a good idea. Well, here's <laughs> what I'm thinking. I'm thinking about all of you listeners, you know, um, you know, sitting around around with family, hopefully. Um, hopefully you're able to see family this year. And you're sitting around with family and, you know, so excited to see them. But you know what family, you know, get-togethers are like. It's just everybody sitting on the couch and with a beer and watching football. Turkey and, hangover. And, uh, and just scrolling. And and most real estate investors, they're scrolling or home buyers. Let's say, for example, you got a you got a uh, 
a new young couple and they've been thinking about buying a house all fall, but they haven't found the right one. And then they get, bing, they see a new uh, property comes available and then they see it and it's just like got Christmas trees and everything else is super beautiful and they're scrolling it and they're like, mom, look at this one. Mom, look at this one. Uncle Fred, look at this. And then, and like, oh, that's beautiful. You should definitely. And then like, let's go see it tomorrow. Yeah, mom, you're in town. You should come with me. And then they all go down there and they take a little trip. And then they put an offer in on Boxing Day. This is what I have in my mind. <laughs> Wayne's and, Cal- dream. And, and Calvin's like, I don't think we've ever tried that strategy before. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of people sitting around doing nothing during the holidays while the kids are off and whatnot. There's about yeah. six or seven days worth of just scrolling on your phone. You know what I mean? You can only mm-hmm. talk to family for so long before you just start scrolling, right? So I feel like it's a good opportunity. Like, um, Otherwise, we're waiting until like January 15th before someone's actually paying attention. Put it on your Christmas list for a quick sale. Exactly. Says, Santa came early, you know? <laughs> I guess that would be a really cool, fun uh, little feature. Um, there's been some really cool gimmicks in real estate over the years, and I thought that would have been a really good one. And the fact that it looks so fucking fantastic, yeah, it's I think it's going to move really quickly. Just timing. I really hope so. You never know. That's the problem. You never know. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a good tenant. You know what I mean? You'll have nothing, 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 nothing. Then the perfect right person. person sees that home and they're like, that's my home. Yeah. And uh, you had a much better chance and a much better um, pool of people like that during the spring and summer. But, mm-hmm. you know, we're hoping we're uh, we're praying that uh, we're manifesting. Yeah. <laughs> we're vision quickly. boarding. Yeah. And we want to move into our next one. I was just talking to Calvin about this. Actually, I've got a call with uh, Calvin here this afternoon. We got a Zoom call. We're going to be going over. Uh, a few other properties and put some offers in. So nice. I'm putting together a strategy. I want to make sure our guys got uh, our contractor. <laughs> Wayne's like, do you want to be January. what? I was just finishing my sentence. Oh, <laughs> keep, yeah. Keep our contractor busy. Yeah. But Wayne's like, do you want to be on the call with uh, Calvin this uh, tomorrow? He's asking me yesterday. He's like, do you want to be on the call tomorrow with Calvin? And we're going to be going over, like get in our next property and stuff. I'm like, nope. And like, and Wayne just laughs. He's like, we really are like, I just like go out and buy property. And then I'm like, here you go, Gabby. (laughs) And then I get to work getting the renovation started. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, we got a good thing. We, we, we know our roles. Yeah. And I thought maybe Gabby (laughs) want to be involved in it. Nope. So that's, that's a Wayne thing. And, and when it's ready, passed off to Gabby. Um, Lindsay says lots of people uh, have that week off. So it might get a few showings. That's what I thought. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I don't think we're going to get a photographer in on Christmas Eve, but yeah. Um, advertise, uh, Wilson says, advertise it like this. Recently divorced during the holidays, we got your next home. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Not what I was going for, but okay. hey, hey, there's, well, a, home, there's a home for everyone. Let's end it on that high note. Yeah. I, I <laughs> Have a great so. weekend, you guys. Hey, uh, can I talk about upcoming events because I didn't talk about it? Okay, I'm going to rip through it real fast. Uh, real Estate Investing Cabin Retreat, 20, February 25th through 27th, three-day cabin retreat in Alberta Beach. You should go. I think it's great. Spend three days with us. Do we have special guests speaking? Uh, Bear McGuire is coming. Calvin Hexter is coming. So Bear McGuire is going to do um, a presentation on creative strategies. He's going to be there for Q&A. You ask any questions you want with Barry and Donna there. Incredible. Um, incredible. Yeah, all the different creative strategies. Uh, Calvin Hexter is there. He's going to be doing a presentation on the Edmonton Markets. And also, you guys and Calvin Hexter is gonna blow your minds. He did like he, yeah, and yeah, his energy, his knowledge, his everything. Like he is a presenter at heart, and he's gonna knock your damn socks off. Yeah, it's uh, so he's gonna do a really good presentation about you know what are the he goes through all the different pockets of Edmonton, all the different types of properties, which ones are the best cash flowing, which one are the best ROI, which ones get the best tenants. Like literally, he's gonna knock your socks off. Yeah, all the information you need, and then as well, we have a a, we're, we're just finalizing a mortgage broker as well. We're just trying to. Um, we had someone lined up, and, down, and yeah. so we're gonna have a mortgage broker as well. You can answer, uh, ask all your questions about private financing and financing flips and financing for um, rental properties and how to get the most mortgages, that kind of stuff. So it's it's gonna be pretty amazing. Um, that's the Aria Cabin Retreat. Uh, it's super cheap, super fun, and um, and it's super cool to spend a weekend with us. Uh, that's February twenty fifth through twenty seventh. We We've got a few so. spots left. Um, women's Real Estate Investing Mastermind. Um, that's Gabby's Women's. Uh, mastermind uh, for did I say women? <laughs> yes. Hey, for dudes, women. I gotta. Uh, yeah, you guys, you gotta. Can I talk you gotta to the dudes for a second. Sure. Dudes, I'm not supposed to say this, but if you're having trouble getting your wife on board, and she supports you, but she's not really into it, and she just doesn't quite see it like you see it, this is a good opportunity to surround your wife with other women who are in real estate to give them the assurance and the certainty that it will work. 
and maybe get them a little more inspired and passionate about it. <laughs> I'm just saying this, the women's uh, real estate investing mastermind is, is, is for a lot of different women at a, a lot of different stages. You could be a brand new real estate investor wanting to learn about it. You could be an experienced real estate investor that want to surround yourself with other women that have support and also great resource like Gabby. And as well, lastly, if you are a supportive partner, I'm sorry, I, 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 I give this to men, but apparently men can't join. If you're a supportive female partner, a wife or a girlfriend, and you, you want to be more supportive or you want to get your wife more involved in it, this is a great opportunity for to surround the, um, you know, your wife or your partner around women who are doing it mm -hmm. and, um, and give them that assurance. Um, so I just, I think it's perfect. I get a lot of guys reach out to me. And you get a lot of girls that reach out to you as well. I get a lot of guys on my end. They were like, my wife, just, you know, she supports me, but like, I need more help. And she's just not into it like I am. I get it. I remember it happened to me too. And um, by Gabby joining a mastermind early on, it actually gave you a lot more confidence yep. in surrounding yourself. So yeah, that's just my two cents on yeah. that. Yeah. And Kathleen says, or if you're a solo female as well, it is awesome. Yeah. It's I've, not just for one type of person. No, it's, it's not. It's you single married kids no kids um early on in investing uh very experienced in investing like this isn't this isn't about like necessarily education it's about being surrounded by people who are going to push you forward yeah. that's it you can be at any stage but being around the right people who are doing the same kinds of things as you and are motivating you and pushing you and holding you accountable and wanting you to reach your dreams there is power in that build that circle build your circle have the people who are going to influence your life in a positive way be your people Super cheap, super fun. Uh, that's my, that's my <laughs> that's our new catchphrase. Super, super cheap, cheap, super fun. I try and keep it as cheap as possible. Like, it, it's, yeah, it's, we want to make decisions. these things affordable because we know what it was like to not be able to afford to, you know, buy the big coaching packages, buy this, buy that, join this group, join that. Um, so yeah, we're here to give you guys accessible um, items. <laughs> Make that available for you. Yeah. Um, lastly, we are planning an upcoming live event in January. We were trying to squeeze one in before we went to Mexico, but it just isn't working out. So uh, middle of next month, we're planning on doing a, a live meetup here in Edmonton. I don't know what it's going to be really yet, but we want to hold something and we want to see you guys. Yeah, we want to get everyone um, together. People just crave that when, you know, anytime we've brought people together, like Calvin's Flip Tour or yeah. our open house, like people are like, we need more of this. Like we're craving it. Yeah. So, yeah. So we want to we want to create an opportunity for, um, to get everybody in, in together live and whether that be, you know, a round circle kind of thing or whether that be a presentation kind of match class thing we're still trying to figure it out but uh regardless we want to see you guys so um block that off in your calendar for probably the second week or third week of january we're gonna do something along those lines so we'll give you more details here in the next couple weeks anyways hey you guys have an awesome weekend and we will see you on monday morning adios thanks for listening to the real estate investing morning show thank you thank you oh thank you interested in being a guest on the show send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com